Yo, what's good? What's great? It's been a great week. We got plenty to discuss on this episode. What is this? Episode 74, Prez? Episode 74, man. We episode 74. I think we're closer, closer to 90-ish if we count the bonus episodes and all that stuff. We don't count the bonus. The bonuses right, are right, bonus. Right. They're true bonuses. We, we worked on it. I'm counting every last one of them. We worked on them shits, damn it. <laughs> but no, but yeah, episode 74, man, it, it feels good, man. We had a great week of sports, great week of music. Some letdowns for yeah, some a lot of our of letdowns teams. on sports. Yeah, yeah some people went from worst to first. <laughs> Ask you the classy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ass out to you know from a have not to a have got. I'll, I'll hold it back from when we actually talking about it, but I you, you got reason to smile today. <laughs> yes, 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 yo. If y'all here for the first time, or if you here for second time, third time, whatever, you reoccurring. Welcome back to Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, episode 74, with your boy again. I'm Cash, and to the box to my left or right, whenever, however you're seeing this. Uh, Mr. Prez, in the building, people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, we got we got a lot of topics to discuss, you know, in the sports world and music world, but, man, we can go anywhere you want to go first. Prez, you want to hit the music first? You want to hit the sports? What you, what you want to do? Man, since, uh, since we're doing this actually on a Monday now this time, let's talk about the sports since that's fresh, man. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. NFL, NBA, where we want to start? Let's start. Damn it. <laughs> you took L's in every sport, so where do you want to go? Let's, let's start with the NBA. Let's start with the NBA since there's only one game there. All right. So did you hear about the Kyrie thing? No. Ooh, spicy Kyrie. talk, spicy talk. I, I love, you know, I love uh, when drama occurs with these sports guys saying what they feel. So, so we're talking about the Lakers in the in the heat, right? Oh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. that but okay. I want to deal with go, it. I want to deal go, with the spicy, go ahead. Tell, the spicy tell me talk. what Kyrie said. All right. So Kyrie is on KD's initial inaugural episode of his uh, podcast. Don't ask God, me what the it. name of it. Can you tell them to quit doing podcasts? Leave a lane I know they for the Leave people. a lane for regular people. <laughs> Whatever, man. But so they, they doing it. And then they took an excerpt out of there, of course, clickbait. And essentially what Kyrie is saying that he's finally happy to have a teammate that he can rely on in the clutch that he doesn't mind passing to. He oh. didn't name any names. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't name any names at all. <laughs> Nobody, everybody immediately assumed he was talking about Braun. Oh, I thought he was talking about J.R. Smith. You know, everybody, you know, everybody knew he wasn't talking about J.R. Oh, or anybody, I mean, any other That's teammate. what he talked about, J.R. J.R., you know, he he on or he off, you know what I mean? Hey, man, I can we see know. what he was talking about on there. Yeah, we, <laughs> we know you a Kyrie <laughs> fan, man. So, but yeah, that's what happened, bro. That's what happened. So he, he got to talking like that and then he, man, everybody came down on him. But that's that's what happened, man. And I'll kind of save everybody's reaction for how, it. How, how many rings he got without the cane? Without the cane, how many rings he got? Zero. Huh. Zero. Huh. How, many, how many the king got without him? Two. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay. Keep talking. But yeah, <laughs> so he just you know he said it, but then he came out on his uh on his Instagram and backtrack and said, man, why y'all always trying to divide brothers and all this? And y'all reading too much into it. Well, where else you want us to read? Hold up. Who podcast was it? KD's. Your boy, your teammate. He was just get, he was showing KD love. In my yeah, yeah, but it's your boy, your teammate. He edited this. You said you went on there and said what you said. 
I don't know what you're doing in the off season. If you're drinking, you're high, whatever, bro. You gotta watch what you say when these mics are in your face. That's your fault. Say what you say what you mean on this mic, man, because it can always be taken a different way. And of course, sometimes you have to come back and double back and say, "No, I meant this," because people will take that clip and not listen to the whole context. I know exactly what he meant. You know what I mean? But factually, it's just not true. You know what I mean? He won before yeah. you. He was the leader on those. Te- he was the best. He was the best guy on those teams. I won't say he was necessarily the leader. He grew into the leader with Miami, but he was the best guy on that team and was the main reason they won those championships in Miami. Let's let's be clear. Main reason you were even in position to take that game winning shot in Game Seven. You know what I mean? You were just as valuable to the team. If I'm talking to Kyrie, but the the only thing I didn't like about it, Prez. Is that if you're gonna say something like that, stand on it. Stand on like just quit just stand backtracking. On yeah, quit. Just, quit. just stop doing that nonsense. And he does it the most, man. Like just bro, if you're gonna get on there, talk, say your say what you wanna say. Or what what are you walking back from? Or you think you're gonna be on the team with Brian again? You think he's gonna take you to another chip? Or are you happy with yet? I it's love it though. Wrong, it's nothing wrong with a little friendly rivalry in the uh in the league. Nobody would have been mad at that. They would have used that little bit to like, hey, when the game came on, oh, here you go. This is where uh, LeBron can get his revenge, you know. Do you but think other it's than a, that? It is what it is, man. From hearing that, do you think it's like a tad bit of of jealousy or the the big brother Kanye syndrome? Like, damn, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be that guy, and this is the only way he knows how to express himself. Is not quite clear. Uh, so the best way I can say about it, man, it's like it reminds me of like, you know, you got to think back to like kings and queens and all this little stuff during that little time and everything. Uh, you know, all the princes, you know, they want to be up there. They want they want the crown, but they got to wait their turn and LeBron ain't done yet. So that's what he's upset about. He want that shine. He want everybody to look at him like that way. But they ain't going to never look at him when he's still wearing the crown up here. He's the one still in the chip. Did they must go to the uh, the bubble? No, yeah, they did. Oh, okay. okay. Brooklyn did, yeah. Uh, so, the, I mean. The, no, did Kyrie? No, he was injured. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you know, my thing is like talk talk how you – say how you feel, man, but just, just own it because I think there's some validity to – what he's saying, and it's not in terms of LeBron can't hit big shots or hasn't hit clutch shots. It's just the only, I think the only thing that people really get on him that watch the game for real, for real, is how he rather pass than be the guy that scores at the end of the games in certain instances. That's what narrative has been painted. I'm not saying that narrative is true because I don't, after I saw some facts and, you know, you started to, go over the tape, like the shots in Orlando, the shots in Toronto, and all these these buzzer beaters he's hit in the playoffs, it's it's more than the guys that we look up to. It's more than Jordan. It's more than um, pretty much, I think, everybody as far as percentage, Kobe, that he's kind of compared to. So when you really look at it in totality, LeBron is clutch. It's just I think it's just that free throw thing. That's the only thing I hate LeBron on. He don't want to go to that free throw line. In the clutch. That's the only thing I will ever say, like, he shies away from. But other than that. 
Yeah, and I'm saying it's good strategy, obviously. Like, that's what I think personally. It's very good strategy. You know, they think LeBron going to have the ball in his hand. They're going to double team. They're going to go to LeBron. So why not push it off to the man that got an open shot? It makes sense. It's basketball and, sense. And, it's good yeah. basketball sense. And, and it's like, are you not trustworthy? No, you're very trustworthy. So, like, he can push it off to you. You're going to take the shot. Like, uh, I, I, I don't get what he complained about. They got rings. Like, you can't complain if you got rings. You know what I mean? Got rings. Well, you were happy when he hit other game winning shots. You were happy, uh, you know, when he was doing the line share, the work. You know what I mean to even get you to certain positions. So it's like, bro, you got to kind of watch what you're saying um, because it comes off as some sort of jealousy or even hate. To be honest with you, like you guys won together, you played well together. You probably could have lasted a lot longer, but I, I don't, I don't think it's uh hate. I think it's more of just like he wants that shine too. I think that's what he wants. He wants the world to see that he can do it on his own or, or without LeBron. I ain't gonna say on his own. Like he can build from where he's at without LeBron. He won't. He, he don't want to be the sidekick role. He don't want to play the Pippin in this ever. You know what I mean? He want people to remember on his own name. So, yeah, but so far, it's understandable. Right. So far, it's not working out, though. You know what I'm saying? In terms of his stops in, in Boston, uh, you know, with the Nets and everything. So, I mean, he's still got plenty of, of time to go, but he hasn't won before LeBron. and He's won after LeBron, but not really even gotten close to that level he was at. So I would kind of just pipe down if I was him. And channel that shit internally and show it on the court. That's that's yeah. all you can do at this point. You know what I but mean? But I, I, I'm pretty sure I know why he like backtracked his statement. Because he knew how Bron, it came off. Nah, Bron called him up and he's like, "What you said?" Oh, but you know, LeBron, I, LeBron came you, no, back no. at him too. You know, he, LeBron hit him up. And he was like, "What you said? You know the script ain't done. I write you out of it. No Space Jam, <laughs> no too. Space Jam, no space, no Space Jam too." <laughs> Uh, oh, but you know, you know, uh, they both petty, right? You know, yeah. so LeBron came back in his press conference. It was talking about, um, you know, about jealousy. That's what he was talking about, jealousy. So that's where I got the idea of he was uh, saying it's good to play with a teammate that when you guys are playing together, you are not jealous of one another's success. And I was like, yeah. ah, got him right there. He did it without Twitter fingers and nothing like that. Just. A slight jab, you know what I mean? But I I would love for that to materialize into Lakers and Nets next year. If <laughs> if it can happen. If it can happen, I would love that because you know where I'm going with that, right? Transitioning out that Knicks uniform you know what I'm saying? and going right to the You about to get out of the Knicks. Like, hey, you know I've been, been down with the Nets. It's, it's Brooklyn. Home. It's home, yeah. baby. It's home. That's an easy, easy thing to do. Easy thing hey, to do. You, if you do it during the offseason, I won't even must complain. I won't even must complain. I might even have a Kyrie jersey on while I'm doing it because I, I like I like that type of shit, man. I like when motherfuckers is talking shit and even if they wrong. Whatever, I feel that way. So what? <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. We'll see you. We'll, I'll see you when I see you down the line. You know I, what I mean? You know what? You know what his future is right now? We see it every day. He's gonna be that old bitter Celtics player right now. <laughs> he, look, man, him and Katie gonna do damage, man. But you know, they edit podcasts, and I know Katie and them boys knew what they was doing. Oh, they definitely they knew they had a hot take. <laughs> gotta get it. Gotta gotta get it out. Gotta get it out. Gotta get it. Gotta keep it real. All right, so we're going to speak on this game. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. What's going on, man? I thought you boys had it in the bag. I thought the Lakers had it in the bag. What happened you to know, that sweep? Nobody. I never said sweep. I never said it was going to be a sweep. I said, like, as you know, like it's been going on through this whole series, AD is going to take a game off, and LeBron had going to have to go up and him just like, hey, once again, wake that ass up. Come on, let's go. We got to get to work. <laughs> true that. True that. True that. But my thing is, man, how you let – Jimmy get off with a 40 point triple double. That's all they had. No Bam, no Drogic. I'm I'm looking at this like I can't believe y'all can't stop Jimmy. And I blame this. I put this squarely on LeBron's shoulders because that's who you're guarding. There's no way he's supposed to get a 40 point triple double at all. But the good thing that Miami did, and I like to see more of that kind of confuse you guys, not confuse you guys, but you guys were used to seeing that zone. And you guys were getting wide open shots. And for once, this entire postseason, you actually were hitting them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So once they went out of that zone, then it got a little bit more difficult. You know what I mean? So finally, Spolcher uh, pulled the trigger. And I'm happy because now we got a a competitive series, so to speak. You know what I mean? But if it... So so how was AD shooting? Ah, uh, yeah. That, that was... Okay, when when like I said, when LeBron go up back up and down, he was like, "Hey, wake up, time to go to work, let's go," and it's gonna be a whole like because they're gonna finish this out, nice little gentleman sweep. NBA may make them carry it on just a little bit longer. They may could let them carry it on. For get it to six games. I think. Yeah. I think. I think just you guys go up three one, and then they come back. Maybe if Bam or Drogic isn't back by game five, they come back game six and some mm-hmm. random heroic. And not game six. I say they come back game five, and then That's force it to a game it. six. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that might that might work. I'm, I'm still not convinced about Miami. Like it was a great win, gritty win. Uh, Jimmy Butler is up in his his value. You know what I mean? Showing that blue collar heart. But at the end of the day, man, I, I just don't know if they got three more in them. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I just I don't know. All right, man. We uh we got one more thing. I hey, think. Uh, uh, can we take this time to plug uh, what we're going to do here? Like, so hopefully we we'll get yeah, this yeah, out by, by game five with y'all, but we're going to sit here. Uh, Mama Mentality book right here. Uh, we're going to go review it just like we did the, the 50 Cent Leadership book and things like that. So we're going to sit down there and talk about the highlights, the good points out of that. We're going to pull, talk about that for, what did you say, game five? Yeah, yeah, we going we gonna drop the episode right around the time that the Lakers win. Yeah, 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 yeah. As, a, yeah. as what, our old whatever the series go out to, to it, yeah. it will drop out on the same day that the series end. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. As our as our you know our salute to Kobe. You know what I mean, and, and pay some type of you know respect to him by by reading his book and getting you know what we got from him. So definitely, we're gonna do that. Uh, Shoot, what else we got on the NBA front? Oh, Doc Rivers, man. Oh, yeah, hired yeah, on a Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hired like two, three days later. Yeah. Think he gonna hey. make any any waves in Philly? Well, I, I I didn't think the Clippers got rid of him for the right reasons. I was like, I mean, anytime we've seen teams like that come together, it takes a second for them to jail. You know what I mean? So I think they made the move way too soon, way, way too soon. Uh, and especially in these the circumstances that we was in, like the COVID bubble and all this stuff, like you wasn't really used to it. Like if the crowd is there, do you get the crowd 
more into it and does that help swing a game or two who knows who knows and and they just i wouldn't fire anybody unless you're like dead last coming out of the covid because like you can't really tell yeah man i I just think that it's just this history you know what i mean like they've it's something to be said i think it's like the andy Reid syndrome you know with the with when he was with the the eagles he won a lot he took us to a lot of conference championships and we were consistently good, well coached, great offenses, decent, uh, more than decent defenses. And, uh, you know, and he did the same thing in Kansas city, but he, he stayed there long enough because he kept butts in the seats, kept us going to the playoffs. We kept making money, but we couldn't win the big one. And I think yeah. that's just really what happened to doc is just two lost too many three, one deficits. And then a few where he was up two Oh in series mm-hmm. that they were favored you know what I mean? So it could only happen so many times, man. You know what I mean? And I personally feel like they pulled the trigger too quick like you do. But at the same time, I'm not I'm not too mad at it because they're just going off of like, yo, it's it's this has been happening for years. Like, you know, we the Clippers haven't quite reached their potential, even with squads, you know. Uh, do we put any blame on the players? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. He'd have went Pacers, OKC, and Clippers, right? Yeah, and nothing, and just don't don't. It's not there, non-existent. So, uh, overall, like stat-wise, should be a good player, but just don't have that last little drive that we talk about, like that'll get him over the edge. And I think that's where it comes at a lot. He already said that like, he was dealing with the the mental stuff like while he was there. Not, doubt that, himself, yeah, very read, valid. Read the reviews and stuff like this. So I think he was in his own head. I don't think he has the confidence that you need to be that champion or the leader on a champion team. You know what I mean? True that. True that, man. Yeah, you got a but, point, man. You got, a, you got a valid point. So uh, I think Doc Rivers doesn't go without um, Kawhi having some influence in that decision. I'm sure they went to Kawhi and PG. And I don't can't say Doc doesn't connect with these guys because he's connected with superstars. So I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Um, much success to him in Philly. I think he's going to do well. Um, still don't know if Philly kind of cracks the top four in the East because – uh, the East is pretty competitive. I know people like to shit on it, but I think the East is pretty competitive. So, you know, it just really depends on on injuries. To be honest with you, those two guys are always hurt as far as Ben Simmons and, and B. So, but I think he can get the most out of them. So, but yeah, man, with that said, man, you, uh, we got, we out of sports, not out of sports, but we're going to transition to the NFL. We're going to transition to the NFL real hold quick. Hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. All right, all right. Before we move on, before we move on, I see you got some new gear on, man. Tell tell us about it. Hey, yeah, man. Uh, we got the store open. Don't sleep on the couch podcast. Uh, it's on Teespring. So uh, Teespring. T E E S P R I N G. I don't mean to insult your intelligence, but we want every dollar. So Teespring.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast, or you can search in Google. Teespring and Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast or DSE podcast, however you want to do it, will come up. You'll see all the stuff that we offer. We have them in different colors, or if we don't have them in that color, contact 
Prez here. He'll I, make sure I he, got you. It's hoodie whatever season. Whatever you want to do. Whatever color you want, I got you, man. Hey, if you don't want the hoodie, though, we got the shirts on there as well. We got a couple mugs, some stickers, whatever, man. Just go out there and show the support. Yeah, you know, we got a new baby out there for, you know, you people that have been working during COVID. You know what I'm saying? If you know what I'm saying, we get them onesies up on there. Whatever you need, we pretty much put it on the, on the site and get it for you. But we uh, we do appreciate you guys uh, shopping with us. And if you do have a shirt, make sure you take a picture with it, tag us in it so we can show some love. Yep, yep. All right, with that, let's go ahead and move on now. So, All right, man, let's, uh, I'll give you the floor, you know, because we're going to talk about the Raiders. Then we're going to go to the Eagles. Then we're going to talk about the rest of the NFL. All you know right. what I mean? Because so, the only thing that matters is the Raiders right, and the Eagles. So, right so, y'all, so y'all who know me, man, I, I can't ever admit to a Raiders going into a game as the possibility that we can lose. Every week, we can win. Now when, now that we done lost, I, I made a bet two weeks ago. And I said, if we lose this game, I will call every game accordingly correctly so we lost to the Patriots that was the bet I lost uh, despite the refs cheating on us uh, we just didn't pull it out we didn't we didn't uh, come back on that one and then now we had the bills we knew this was going to be a tough matchup we was going into it uh, we needed every person available. Whereas we got the week, by, by the time we got to Thursday, we find out that that wasn't going to happen. We were still going to be down our linemen. Uh, we was also down both our starting receivers after already losing Tyrell Williams for the season. So, I mean, but we still had Nelson Aguilar, who's been doing good, hasn't dropped the ball all season yet, I don't think. I mean, and then <laughs> he just did, he just didn't work out for us, man. I mean, yeah. if he if he's doing his thing out there, I, I wish him the best. I, I'm sure. With, I'll get to that wide receiver part when I talk about the Eagles, and, but continue on. <laughs> and then we had Zay Jones. Like, uh, I mean, these ain't our starters. These are dudes who have been on other teams, specifically Zay Jones being on the Bills, and it didn't work out, and this is them getting their second chance, but they're the backup to some rookies right now. I mean, just calling it like it is. I ain't saying, like, they ain't going to eventually make it back to no more status, but right now they're the backup to the rookies. Uh, but it was a possibility that they could hold their own. They've been in these situations, so, hey, you still felt good on the outlook on that right uh but this is the bills defense it, it is what it is it was it was the truth they came through uh i think one of their uh dbs went out one of the cornerbacks went out but josh norman came back i ain't i forgot they had josh norman. same here same here i'm like the bills got some very good players on defense that you I'm like Josh Norman. I forgot that. I forgot that signing. I don't know how to. I think COVID made me because he wasn't there last year. No, right. So I think COVID, COVID, and not really paying attention to um, the trades that happened under the radar during the season. Like even in two, three years ago, Josh Norman being traded or being signed as a free agent to any team would have been news yeah. on any news cycle. But this happened under the radar. So yeah, when I saw him and I was watching y'all game, I was like, oh shit, if He's playing on this defense with competent players. He may get back to the Josh Norman. We all the trash talking one. We all love them for. Yeah. But, but so yeah. 
I, I think the Raiders went out originally in man. Uh, they got lit up that way. They went smartly, quickly went to zone. <laughs> and, and then we started making it a little bit more manageable and holding them. Uh, well, I, I ain't going to say that we didn't stop them, but we slowed the pace of the game down a little bit. Yeah, it was about 17, 16 midway through the third. So mm-hmm. it was it was going back and forth. You guys definitely aren't aren't the pushovers I thought you were going to be. Uh, but I, that... That turnover by Carr, like Carr played a, a really good game, but it wasn't the Carr turnover. I don't think Carr played an excellent game, and that was like, like, uh, but that wasn't the what the the fans are going at him for the, the wrong reasons. It's like the defense haven't shut down anybody. Everybody's Trust been putting me, up thirty it. plus points on us. So I mean, but Carr has we put up thirty four points twice. And then we had the setback in New England, and now we're putting up points again. So I think the offense is moving, especially like with all the starters and the injuries that we got on the line. Uh, but the costly fumble came from what we mentioned, Josh Norman being back out there and surprisingly going up against uh, Darren Waller, just stripping the ball after he had just made a big play. And that was that seemed to be the costly turnover that cost us the game. We lost by seven. Uh, it was some other fumbles and stuff that happened after that. But I mean, it was the game was pretty much over with at that point. Anyway, it was going to take two scores to get back in. We got one score that, that at least made it respectable at the end. But uh, it was it was very evident by the last like three minutes that hey, it was over with. It was a wrap. But uh, uh, the scores didn't change at that point. So. Yeah, so I mean, bright side moving forward for you guys um, with the more realistic press. I, I like this humble press, you know, that's able to <laughs> talk about his team realistically. And I mean, you guys were in the game the whole time, so it wasn't like it was a pushover. And who am I to talk? I'm I'm, I'm an Eagles fan right now, so I have literally nothing to say. Uh, but what I will say is, moving forward, you guys, I deemed your, your latter half of your um, schedule pretty easy when we were doing a preseason. Uh, predictions so, to where I was I was talking shit but in this, at the same time I was like damn like if they do play how you guys played last year when we saw them in England when we went to the uh, they, not in England in the, yeah in England yeah. we saw that game I'm like well shit if they carry that over with year two of Gruden in this schedule they might actually get double digit wins you know what I mean so all I can hope for at this time right now that we're going into this next game we need a hard fought game by New England we need a low down dirty hard hitting game we need them to come out of here not injured I don't want nobody injured but a little bruised little, little, little tight you know what I mean they got a they, they were supposed to be on the long regular week but now it's a short week uh, going into the next game how much rest and stuff they're going to get if that can work in our favor and we can pull out some type of luck against Kansas City and then head into the bye week I'd be more than ecstatic because I feel very confident like coming out of the uh, bye week before we go up against Tampa Bay that a lot of these players will be back and we'll have our dynamic offense back and hopefully we have some more time for them to work with the defense now that all those players have started coming back. We got back our linebacker Nick Kikowski. Uh so um, definitely looking forward to what, what we can do. This week is going to be a real, real Big test. Like, how do we stack up against Kansas City? Uh, the other losses could be minute if we know we can even must be in the hunt with Kansas City. Uh, but Pat Mahomes, man, no matter the lead, man, we got to put up like 86 on them. And then I'm still scared. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because that man, that man don't lose any leads, man. So uh, or it, he can come back from damn near anything. He's proven that. So you, you got to play a pretty sound game, and you know they, the Chiefs, like you got to just keep like any other quarterback. You just got to run, run the hell out of the ball and keep him off the field as much as you can and be successful at it. And the shit damn near worked for the Chiefs game, but we're not talk about that right now. But I mean, that's that's how I've seen teams beat them. Is by the traditional run game. Yep. Nation, don't give up. We're two and two. We're still a lot better than what, what we thought we was going to be uh, or what the analysts even was said we was going to be or anybody else had faith in us. Uh, we started off real strong. Hey, humbled a little bit, but hey, we still in this fight. We still in this. It's a long season. That's just like the first quarter's over with, but let's keep it going. Don't lose, don't lose complete faith. We may lose one more out of this, but we kind of we're gonna come out of this week seven, three and three. You got a little man over there. Sorry about that. Oh no, you're cool. All right. So, all right, man. But that's what we had on the Raiders, man. I, 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 like I said, feeling good going into the next game. Uh, hopefully, Kansas City is a little bit bruised up after having the game pushed back a day or so. So, a shorter week. Uh, but let's talk about your Eagles, man. Man, you know, it's kind of tough, man. This, this, this whole first quarter of the season been rough on me, man. I, I didn't expect to be to have no wins prior to going into this game. And uh, it's, it's been low-key low embarrassing to show my face, to wear Eagles <laughs> gear, to discuss football. Um, I did not watch this game live. Um, if you don't know and you're watching this, we live in Germany. Uh, we're in the armed forces. So uh, doing my due diligence for the world and protecting y'all. So I had to go to sleep so I can be ready for work because I feel like that team ain't really give me no reason to go watch them after watching them three straight weeks and giving me nothing to watch and disrespecting my time. So I took back my time. I took back my time this week. All right. But no, on a serious note, man, uh, I didn't give us a shot to win this game going in. Even with all the San Francisco's backups, they just seemed like they were better coach. Uh, and I thought their even their quarterback was going to do decent, but I doubted my team and I'm going to continue to do that for the rest of the season. Because it seems to be working out for me. Yeah, I, it seems okay. to be working out for me. Don't don't change <laughs> up your fandom right now. I ain't going. I'm not going to watch no more of the games. I'm just going to tune in. You know, I'm gonna watch. I'm not. I'm not going to watch. I just. I gotta <laughs> keep the tradition going. I I watch it by phone or something like that. But I won't watch. We got it live, Game Pass. We got Game Pass. You can yeah, watch yeah, the can replay. Catch it, it? catch it on replay. I think that's what you know. I'm that superstitious fan that once something start working. <laughs> I'm going to roll the dice and see if it keep on working. But, but nah, watching the game, though, uh, man, like, we, we, you were talking about wide receivers and health and all that. Like, if anybody got the health excuse or something like that, that's us. Like, you could not name one wide receiver on that team if you're not an Eagles fan. And if you are an Eagles fan, you still couldn't name half of those, those guys out there, I, I'll say you probably knew one or two guys on that on that um, roster that walked out there as far as receivers that Wentz could go throw to. Has Wentz been making some terrible decisions? Absolutely. He's at the bottom of the barrel when you talk about quarterback ratings, and rightfully so. He's been looking like a shell of himself. Um, Peterson, he used to be shoot from the hip, go for it on fourth downs. Now he don't trust the team. He settled for a tie the previous week. I'm like, yo, I'd rather... At the time, I was like, I'd rather lose this shit 
than the tie with the bangles. Like, <laughs> the, the disrespect. You know what I mean? So, but lo and behold, Peterson is looking like a genius now. Yeah. Because that move in the low in the, in the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> took us from worst to first, baby. Yeah. I'm like, I knew we could be there and there's nothing to really brag about, but Hey, it's brag. You number one. It's your division. It's your, right. it's your, divi- it's your you division. You got the right to brag right it's, now. It's your division. You know what I'm saying? We were nine and seven last year with the same scrap heap of guys. You know, off the practice roster as far as wide receivers to throw to, and Carson Wentz got it done. So, who knows, man? We lost the games and tied the games we wasn't supposed to with playing that Washington team in Cincinnati. Now we back in first, man. But uh, you know, the bad thing about it, man, is the injury. So you got Jason Peters. That's on injured reserve now that we brought him back. And now is that then you got Dallas Goddard, you know, our number two tight end who could possibly take over for Earth should we not want to pay him at some point this uh so, this offseason. I gotta ask you this question. You you named all these wide receivers out, but like you still got Zach Ertz out there. Like why ain't Wentz throwing it to Zach Ertz and letting Zach Ertz do Zach Ertz? I I don't know, but like a lot of teams, like well, Dallas Goddard's been kind of hurt um, the last two games. He played, he played in the last game, but wasn't a hundred percent. So they're doubling down and putting that bracket on on Zach Hurts, and I don't know what's going on with him either because Wentz is also it's a twofold. Wentz is throwing medicine balls out there, yeah, to everybody, and then uh, all of a sudden Zach Hurts got those those crocodile arms, man, where he's dropping stuff where he normally was sure-handed, like. He, he caught everything. Like I think he had like a year ago or the year before that, he had the most uh, catches as far as tight ends mm-hmm. um, uh, in the league and yards. So I'm not sure what's going on with them, but what I will say is I'm looking up my notes here, man. Uh, uh, well, Wentz keep- got back on track, but not really. You know what I mean? He made a timely play, and hopefully them being down for most of that game and coming back late in the fourth – you know what I'm saying, to take the lead and them sticking through it with that group of guys out there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that gains him some confidence, but I don't really want to show Wentz love because he still has he has some some room for improvement. I want to show that defense love. You know what I mean? Because they had uh, one uh, pick six, two INTs, and five sacks, and that realistically got it done for us last night. It, it wasn't the offense that did anything special it was the defense that kept us in the game. So if that defense can continue to do what they do as far as that line, because that's what we're known for as far as our defensive front, our linebackers, eh, you know what I'm saying? Even though we have decent ones and, our, and Darius Slate is holding it down, like nobody is doing shit on his side. So if we can get some type of decency on the other side of the field, as far as our, our DB play, I think we'll, we will be in most games as Wentz figures it out with the guys off the practice squad. Yeah. And uh, I just want to talk about this part, man, like the 49ers fans. And I know they're going to be like, oh, we ain't have our full team. But I count this as we a quality. That was good. I count this as a quality win because both of these teams are depleted uh, due to injuries and everything. So this was a I don't know who's going to win, who who really thought about going deeper than just the starters. And it seems like Philly, Philly, like on this end, has we came out on top the on the same starting O line all season. Have it. We haven't had Deshaun Jackson play in every game. We haven't had Alshon Jeffrey. We haven't had uh, our rookie Jalen Rager was out. Like that's 
three of the four starting wide receivers on our team out. How many teams in the NFL could survive that and still be in first, baby? Yeah. How many? <laughs> How many? So, so we know we used to have a bunch of 49ers fans in the 90s and stuff like that when they used to win and be, be – uh, be in the talks, and then all those fans are gone. And then you had the early two thousands, then Cap coming around. Then you had those fans, and they they went in head. And then now they they came back out for that Super Bowl, that mysterious Super Bowl run they had last year. And now, just as soon as they came out, they asked us gone cash. I ain't seen none of them. I ain't talking. Hey, I ain't seen nobody wearing any gear. Nothing. They all gone. They hide. Yeah, oh, I heard. I heard oh, one of them even. Fan. Yeah, I heard one of them. A uh, few of our friends. I think one of them. I can't remember the name. I ain't gonna call them out. But one of them was even saying that Super Bowl run is over with. That quick <laughs> already. Already a few losses, <laughs> a few losses, and you just taking lumps like that. I mean, you just got to weather the storm, man. Just got to weather the storm, man. I, I think they're still a, a pretty good team, but you mess around with the mess arounds, you're not gonna even be close to winning that division because Arizona's good, even though they've lost two games in a row. Um, and Seattle, they're gonna run away with that. Division. I, uh, let me stop you. I don't want you to talk. Let's let's not talk about that division. Let's stay in your division. All right. Let's so, talk about you know, them the, Cowboys. Woo. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I, that defense, I thought our DBs and our defense was bad, but it's nowhere close to that. They gave up 30-plus points. Oh, man. What, about 35 the week prior? And then they gave up 40 this week? Like, what the hell is going on? In Dallas, man, like it's literally like their defense has not been this bad for a long time. They've had some timely miscues and and have done, you know, what the Dallas Cowboys do in crucial situations. But their defense has not been this bad this early in the season. And it it just doesn't seem like they're going to get it together no matter what Dak does. Well, Dak just going to be in some shootouts. Let's pad them them numbers there, Dak. Hey, you know they gave him you 30 this year. Let's worry about getting that $100, $100 million contract now. Like, just pad them numbers so your, your agent can go out there. Hey, you know he had the most TDs this season, most yards. <laughs> just just worry about – don't throw no interceptions and you should be good. You should be good out here, Dak. Yeah, man, and they don't do anything well. Like, as far as on defense, like, they can't stop the run. They can't stop it through the air when teams go in the air on them. So it's almost like where where do you begin to to kind of right the wrongs? You know what I yeah. mean? Maybe they should have played paid their cornerback that money. He went on to the Dolphins and the Dolphins. I'm not saying they look like world beaters, but their defense doesn't look like who, this. who did the Cowboys play? The Browns, man. <laughs> the damn Browns. The damn Browns. Oh man, that's never gonna but, get. Yo, old. speaking they of like, man, they lost in that Browns. game. Hey, but I, I do, do want to say like, hey man, do you think OBJ is back? OBJ is had, getting the hell out of. Uh, he's getting the hell out of Cleveland after this season. So he's so, just trying to make himself like you know he's he's gonna put on a show this year just so he can get out of there. I do not think OBJ want to be there, but he know to make his uh, to go in free agency or anything like this or get a trade or have any value. He got to actually work this year to show out because what's well, been two, three years since we've seen dominant OBJ. True. 
Yeah, that is true. He, he got to go. True. He got to go out there and work, and I think that's what he's gonna do this year. So I think, yeah, we we got we're gonna see dominant OBJ this year. All right, cool. All right, so you had one last thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, man, I, I, I talked about the Raiders and my defense and all this little stuff, but like watching Dallas, I feel like that's gonna be my go-to every week to make me feel good about my team. I'm like, man, my defense suck. And I'll just go watch the Dallas game. Like, but we ain't that bad. <laughs> true that, true that, man. Let's 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 uh let's get off the Cowboys, man. And let, let's <laughs> So we just talked about the Raiders, Philly, and the Cowboys. Do you have faith in any of these quarterbacks? I have to. I have, but, to have but, faith like, in mine. Yeah, you 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 have, but I mean, like, do you wanna like do you wanna tie down a whole team? Give them a hundred million dollars? Do you are you thinking they really worth it? Uh those three in particular. Um, no, because they haven't done anything past playoff berths and made any like consistent deep runs. But again, uh, Carson's only been in the league five years. He had that one MVP like season, but it's only so long you can live on that. You got to be as good or better, uh, for the rest of your career. And he's kind of regressed Carl, on the other hand, injuries and, um, just lack constantly of talent. Changing. It's lack of talent yeah, yeah. around. Constantly changing co- uh, coaches and all that stuff kind of comes into play as well. Uh, out of all three of them, no man, and I hate to admit it, um, you know, just due to his sheer production, I probably have to say Dak deserves it out of all three. And he the if one who don't at, have it, right? And he's the one that doesn't have the security, but like his his team doesn't value him in that way yeah ours do you know what i mean and, so and, but i think ours may be wrong that's what i'm saying like i know the price of quarterbacks is just going up and up and up and up and i think the elite one should be getting that money right but let's i, yeah, I think yeah. it's time to like let's reanalyze the situation on those the other ones top 10 top i would say top five need to get that top dollar if you top 10 you can work with it a little bit but if you anywhere else man let's come down on those prices let's get other talent around you on these teams so we can continue to build with a decent quarterback. You know what I mean? Quit giving them these $130, million, $140 million deals, and then you can't afford to have any of the real talent around them. It's, 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 it's maddening. Yeah, it's I mean, you know, again, man, you, you worth what you can negotiate. So, you know, it the price, the market – dictates it so they're going to continue to get it and teams are going to continue don't to give try me to that build stance. their teams around it. Don't give me that stance. It's you know true. you Everybody, tired of it too. I just want my team to win. I do Quit holding up the money. Win. <laughs> I would do want my team to win but like it almost takes them winning first and proving that they can win. The team has to prove that they can win with that, that quarterback and then after that kind of marries up and happens then you get the type of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady deals to where they cut the team an actual deal to get more talent around them because the team and that player already know that, Hey, we've 
won with this type of talent, but and we've also won with these guys on our team. So you've seen the different iterations of the Colts and the, the Patriots as we come up and they consistently won, but they kept a certain tier of talent and they kept a certain amount of people for a long amount of time. I mean, Marvin Harrison was there forever. Reggie Wayne was there forever. When you're talking about Peyton Manning, um, Dallas, Edelman, Clark. Uh, Dallas Clark. Like, so you can talk about certain guys that were there for Jeff that long Saturday. haul, yep. right. That, that stuck around, but they, those guys were paid too. The quarterbacks weren't those Two quarterbacks weren't the highest paid, I don't think, but maybe for one or two seasons, if that, during their entire tenure because they gave discounts, but the teams are also loyal to them. It's a different day and age, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah, so. I'm bitter a little bit, you know what I mean? Derek Carr, I have faith in you, but like, if we can have you some more talent, I feel like you'll be more consistent. That's all I want. I want more consistency uh, of us winning, not just of your numbers going up, of the Raiders winning. <laughs> yeah, I just want to take a good 10 to 15 mil and give it to my um, the Eagles medical staff. Take, take the current ones that's there. <laughs> Ship them out, find somebody from the Mayo Clinic or or one of the most prestigious clinics here in in the world. I don't know. Find them. John Hopkins. Find somebody. But my boys are falling. And I, 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 it's been four straight years, man. And besides that 2017 season, and even then, our guys were missing. We just happened to not have as much injuries. But it's been a rough few years, man. I, Greg Ward and I don't even know who scored the touchdown last night. I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't like it was some that guy's it was some name. guy that was like way down the list. Uh just came yeah, out and of if, college. And if you're an Eagles fan, if you're an Eagles fan and you watching this and you can tell me who you knew who that guy was, hats off to you. But I ain't gonna sit up here in front. I know who that dude was out on the field at all. So I mean, he, big play. Uh, you know, keep them around, definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we'll see what we can do, man. But uh, you got a point. You got a point, Perez. But these, these guys are going to continue to get the money because quarterbacks are the key to your, you know, to the promised land, ultimately. All right. You know? Are we done with NFL? Do, is there any other team that you want to touch on, any other game? Nah, nah, I think I think we we went through it, man. Uh, you know, it, it was some some things to talk about, but you know, this let's tailor it down to the Raiders and the Eagles, and, and we got we got a lot of music to get through as well, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you got any games you want to hit on? No, all I, I care like, yeah. about is my Raiders. I'm sorry, <laughs> Raiders. Yeah, Raiders now, and I also watching the Cowboys to you know just help my sanity, bring me back down to reality. Like, oh, my team ain't that bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we got two games coming on uh, today. So, I mean, who you got for the just, – just give me a quick pick on the, the uh, Chiefs and the Patriots and the uh, Falcons and the uh, Packers. I hope the Packers win. Yeah, I, I like the Packers in that one. That, that's that's an easy choice. I, I, um, I like Aaron Rodgers and what he's doing right now and, you know, the stave off Jordan Love. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. I was literally looking forward to this Patriots game uh, that should have been played yesterday, but due to the you know COVID and everything that's happening, it got rescheduled to Monday. So uh, this is going to be the Chiefs, but I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. I don't care thinks. who wins that game. You're, you're hoping the Chiefs. I don't lose. care who wins that game. <laughs> uh, exactly, exactly. All right, man. So, uh, so speaking of, uh, so go ahead, bro. I was going to talk about our Patreon, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So you got a 
Go ahead, man. Take it away. You got a few tears hey, to discuss. As y'all can tell, look at my background compared to his background. I would like the, all the niceties and everything that's going up. Like, if we got to do this uh, separated thing for a little bit longer because of new COVID restrictions and things like this, could use your help. Like, uh, I, I done brought a couple things, but hey. And Patreon definitely uh, helps us out on like upgrading everything we need to be able to do. Like you got the 4K camera and everything. All this have been what what not helped us go through. Uh, we have also, you know, paid for our video software and our audio software on a monthly basis. So uh, we want to give a big shout out to all the Patreon supporters uh, that are already helping us. We got three tiers. We got a $3, $5, $10. We ain't asked for much, uh, but if you can help support, help us uh, continue getting better on this. And hopefully we all back at the main studio spot, but if not, hey, let's go ahead and just start like uh, helping out to get those some beefed up so we can continue this on Zoom or wherever where we at. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. So we're going to uh, leave the uh, Patreon link. It'll either be somewhere here on the screen by the time we do the editing or it's going to be somewhere in the notes. By the time you're listening to this somewhere up, down, wherever we decide to put it is going to be there. But uh, but check it out. See if it's something that interests you. We also engage with our Patreons. Uh, we just dropped uh, something that was Patreon inspired by some top five leadership uh, tips from 50 Cent on his uh, latest book. Hustle smarter, hustle harder. I keep saying it backwards. Is that the right way? Yeah, hustle harder, hustle smarter. Yeah. Hustle harder, uh, hustle smarter by uh, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Um, believe it or not, he had a lot of jewels in there as far as leadership tips. So um, if you into that type of self-motivation type reading, so I definitely recommend it. It's a different type of style, but he ultimately gets to the point. So check that out. And that was patreon supporter inspired so we're looking to do more things like that we're gonna have another zoom call coming this month we'll let y'all in let y'all know uh the date uh so if you want to help support get in now you can be part of the zoom call by the end of the month absolutely absolutely so um we had a pretty damn good week or slate of music or hip-hop releases Bryson Tiller came out as far as R&B. R&B. Uh, surprise, surprise drop. So we could start with anything um, that you want to start with, man. I listened to pretty much everything. I didn't get to about two projects, but I think you listened to some of them. So we probably can cover down on what we feel about them. So let's start with the Bryson Tiller. So I was was not expecting it. I didn't know Bryson Tiller was going to drop nothing, but it definitely popped up on there. I was I seen the album cover. I got excited. So if you remember uh, Trap Soul, Trap Soul, he was red and he's in the chair facing like this other this way over here. And then when I seen this album cover it's blue and he's facing the opposite way. So I'm like, OK, are we going to get like a flip or, or something similar to what we originally got on Trap Soul? What we got in Trap Soul? Are we going to get that Bryson Tiller? Because I'm, I'm just tell you right now, his second album eh, didn't really feel, you know. Nobody did. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I know how much I love Trap Soul. So, like, uh, I, I was excited. Mm -hmm. And then, sure enough, hit play on this thing, man. First song out, you got me. Bryson Tiller. Yeah. Like, not not to the same as Zach, what we had in Trap Soul, but it's very, very uh, enjoyable. Right. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's married now. Oh, he is? Um, at this point. So... It kind of sounds a little little different in terms of uh, the relationship talk and the different type of conversations he's having. He definitely sounds a lot more 
mature on my first listen through. I know you were talking about towards the end, it trails off, but <laughs> with R&B albums for me, like that's where I'm, I'm in at that point because now it's, they're possibly, if they are truly a singer, they're reverting back to their, their roots where they're trying to go with ballads or something a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. And that's where I typically like that balance. You know what I mean? So that for me was, uh, the part where I enjoyed it. And I don't, I don't think it, I think it slowed down for a reason, but it absolutely was necessary slow down. And it's only 10 tracks, which is for me a great thing. I like, I'm liking these 30 minute albums, man. Get in and out, fill it up with as much content as you can and get out because you're doing too much when you go a little bit longer. And I can't remember those songs, yeah. but you give me a 10 minute I mean, a 10-track album, maybe 13 at the most, and keep it like it used to be, and drop your deluxe whenever. Okay, but don't give me the 27 tracks right off the bat because I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to sit with those. I understand it. I understand it. out. I understand it. Hey, y'all go back and watch the tapes about a year ago when the Chris Brown came out. Nope. This is it. It's good. This the new. It's Chris Brown. Everybody put out forty that's songs. <laughs> that's Chris Brown, though. That's Chris Brown, man. That's Chris Brown. I, I, I like all forty of them songs. <laughs> I, I can find something I like about all forty of them songs. He's just that talented. Everybody's not Chris Brown. This is it, levels to doing that forty. But songs I told shit. you that what was going to happen. It was like if Chris yeah, Brown yeah. doing forty songs, everybody was gonna do forty songs. But I, I, I'm with you. I like the thirteen track, the ten track, whatever that's gonna go out there. Yeah, give me thirty to forty minutes of content and get the hell on up out of there. And that's what he did. So I, I think his team did a good job because the last one wasn't that good. Yeah. Well, to most of us, you know, and we were like, yeah, you know, might want to go back to the drawing board. They had, he had some flashes in the pan where it sounded like Trap Soul, but he went he went somewhere where we weren't trying to be taken yeah, it's, at it's the just, time. Hey, what? It's not my favorite album. It didn't, didn't sound good to me. Like what you originally uh, got me, what, what you originally hooked me with wasn't what I got out of this. So like I was kind of taken away. Uh, you do the rapping and singing, but you got you had a good melody bass. The beats and everything that you chose was like a the production that you was going with was outstanding in Trap Soul, and it just went totally left the other way uh, on the second album. So I was good to see it come back. Uh, like he returned, he returned to tra- Trap Soul ish, yep. but it sounded more mature. Yep. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Like sometimes, like certain artists, they've been doing the same thing for years. We don't complain. Because we enjoy what you do. Yeah. Like you don't have to go do something totally different for us to enjoy it. Like that's on you. That's you overthinking the craft. Like we like you for trap soul. So keep giving us some trap soul type shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give sprinkling for four of those songs for sure that we know we're gonna rock with. Yeah. And then sprinkling some new shit here and there and, and try it over time. Don't just give me a completely different yeah, do you. like they used to do. Like, hey, this is a bonus <laughs> song. And that's the experimental track. Like, uh. yeah, get, yeah, that's what everybody used to do. And then if you messed with it, then you knew, okay, let me try this two two songs next album and then go from there. You know what I mean? Everybody can't do 808s and Heartbreak and just, and we'd be like, oh, well, I think I like this. Yeah. You know, it's not going to work out for a lot of people. So, yeah. but yeah, Bryson Tiller had a dope one, man. Go listen to it. I, I really don't have any 
thing that's I would say stand out because I, it was a lot of releases. Yeah, so I yeah, can't yeah. really. So I haven't like I haven't got a deep dive in those constant repeats. I just know listens, I like it. But yeah, very, very. And I think people should listen to it. All right. Uh, so next we got, uh, are we going to go straight to it? Yeah, we going to. Yeah, let's go to it because I want to spend some time on this one. All right. We had uh, 21 Savage. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that whole. Savage Mode 2. <sighs> Savage Mode 2, man. I. I wasn't uh, really expecting this one till like what was it like? I think you text me midway through the week or something like that. But maybe yeah, Wednesday it or was, Thursday. It was just like a random, random. It was a random. It was a random trailer. Social media. It was a random trailer that he just threw yeah. out there, and I was just like, okay. And then like Drake had did something similar, so I was like, okay, they they hyping up something. Something gonna happen October. We may get an album here pretty soon. But no, we got it that week. Surprised the hell out of me, and I woke up Friday, put this in, and I think. Oh, so this is the first one. Yeah, you I think to. I was late for work that day. I just rode around, just like <laughs> continue listening to it. Yeah, man, it was it was. First off, he got Morgan Freeman on this thing. Like, how in the hell yep. do you get Morgan Freeman to talk? Like, and he's just talking some grimy yeah, street think, stuff. Yeah, why are you thinking like what? What in your? He had to be high. He had to be high when he was like, you know what? Morgan Freeman would sound good with these thoughts I got in my head. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Is more, I'm like, I'm not even expecting more. I had no idea what this album was going to sound like. I had, like, like you said, no idea it was coming out. So Morgan Freeman to be talking the way he's talking threw me. It threw me off. Yeah, he, like so. He was like, "I'm on another plane with these thoughts and the way I way I analyze this. I gotta have a voice of God with me." <laughs> hey, he went and got it, man. So that's yeah. how I come on. And then uh, the first song, God, I would think it's like Twenty One Running or whatever, like that. Oh man, that track just. I'm in. I'm in. It's it's it's, it's running in my my rotation consistently. Like I pl- that's. All I've played this entire weekend and, and even today, you know, I'm banging out some reports and shit, doing my corporate shit. 21, you know, you know, and all the shit he was saying, like that for the first maybe eight bars was hilarious. He's hilarious to me, but he's dead ass serious mm-hmm. about what he's talking about. Like he bought his chick some t- <laughs> What are you talking about? The different cup sizes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what is wrong with this dude, man? Like, but yeah, running, he started it off, and then Glock in my lap and Mister Right Now. I'm like, oh, okay, now they, he, he three for three, and then it the was Glock in my lap, from and then Mister Right Now. And when I got to Mister Right Now, Mister Right Now is the one featuring Drake. Hold on. So the one oh yeah, don't forget that point you made about Drake when you called me about that uh that one line. When I listened at this song the first time, I immediately had to like hit pause and I call I called Cash. I was like, bro, how the hell does Drake drop a line calling somebody else who listens that Drake soft? And your last and, and your last dude listen that Drake. Miled <laughs> he eight miled himself in the verse, man. Like <laughs> How can you not like that guy, man? How can you not like that guy? He, 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 this is the dude that just, he's showing his humility. He know that people, what people say about him. Yeah. And he's making a joke about it. And it actually went perfectly with the song. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, 
hats off to Drake, man, for always being a, a good sport about how people actually take him. But knowing that I still got more money and I'm the hardest artist out of all you motherfuckers. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he still is and he, he carries it by numbers. So, yeah, that, that was funny as hell to me. Um, but uh, did you catch the uh, the line that he said about Jeezy on, um, it wasn't Snitches and Rats. I think it was on Mini Men. He threw a shot at Jeezy. No. Yeah, man, he threw, threw a shot at Jeezy on Mini Men. Listen to it again. I had to go back and listen to it. Like I was definitely paying attention. He had the one with yeah, Young so. Thug. That was a good one. I don't know which track that was. Uh, rich, rich, uh, N word shit. Yep. yep. So yeah, so yeah, man. Um, that 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 whole album again. The whole album. I I don't I don't know what to say, man. I I put it on. I let it bump. I was I was actually uh just chilling, laying down and. I'm like, let me just throw on the the Bose headphones and listen to shit like I used to listen to it. Just sitting still, vibing out or whatever. Listen to it like, you know, like I would a movie or a podcast when I'm just relaxing or something like that. And boy, like it was no skip city, man. Like even the, the chick songs. Yep. So this this one um, and it's I mean, it's count moving, it. That's three. That's in. three in the past week that we did. Uh, Past two weeks we done had. So you had the Spillage Village, you had the Mozzie, and now you got this one. Like we saying, just just go listen to, they put you in the zone, and uh, no skips needed on those. Like, <laughs> good albums, man. Good albums. They got all different, different, different lanes. Yep. All different lanes. Uh, at, you got Atlanta, Sacramento, you got um, cats from ATL, Virginia, I think Spillage Village. Um, the Earth Gang Cats is from, or I think they're from Atlanta too. But yeah. it, either way, what I'm saying is it's all different vibes and they're going to take you into their world how they should, as artists should appropriately. So yeah, dope, dope albums, man. They're going to make this um, uh, end of the year uh, tough. top 10. It's going to be tough. Hard, man. Hard, hard, hard. It's going to be tough. What's the, uh, what's the next one, man? So that was all I got too. Oh, so you only got to those yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I uh, I started listening to the West Side Gun, Who Made the Sunshine, and this album, man, was <laughs> this this is another fucking good one by West Side Gun. Like, there's nothing bad I can say about it. Like, he got Buster Rhymes on here, killed it. He had Jada Kiss on it, Benny is on here, and Conway, I think, uh, twice a piece, if I'm not mistaken. But Benny has not spit a whack verse since Tanner Talk 2 or 3. Yeah, he has not spit a white verse since then, and he continues to uh, deliver. Um, he got a joint on there with uh, called Ishka Bibble, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. the cheesesteak shop in Philly or whatever. And then even your man Bomani uh, Jones gets a shout out by Black Thought or whatever. So, like, all his features on here, clearly Westside Gun is a fan of hip-hop and, and lyricists. Yeah. So I just, named, I just named you a ton of lyricists. Smoke Dizzle's on here as well. Mm-hmm. So if that gives you some buy-in. But, yo, all of the guys that's on here, Boldy James, all of the, the features, solid, yep. solid. And it's a short listen, too. So his, it's 11 songs. So you'll be able to get through it. I, I told you I what happened you on that. It. I told you what happened on that with me, though. Like, I started listening to it, and then I was like, man, I, I want to go listen at that Conway again. And I went back and listened to that Conway again. And I forgot. Like, yeah, I didn't go finish up this album. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It was just like, man, the minute I heard uh, Griselda again, I was like, man, I want to listen at that Conway again. I, that's why I went back. I think, we owe, I think we owe Conway 
a proper uh, review, man, at, at some point. Okay. And, and even this 21, like it's, I know we, we got our, uh, and we just go, I'm just going to break, man. So we got this only the classic series, uh, y'all that we've been putting together and we just did a Kanye one that that's going to drop here. Uh, if you're listening to it, it's going to drop this Friday. What's, what's this Friday press? Uh, it's 20, uh right now. So what the ninth tent? The ninth, yeah. So it's gonna drop on uh, the ninth. We're gonna drop the audio visual drop uh, that Saturday. Give you some time to sit with the audio, but yeah, man. Uh, so we're doing classics. We reviewing the graduation album by Kanye West, and we we may have to start uh, reviewing some of these these. Uh, yeah, we we may have to make albums, another man. series about it, man. Maybe we'll call it like uh uh do we do we put it in a stash and like uh you know hold it for come back and revisit as a classic or do we just like push it over here and be like man, this is uh it's not what we thought it was. <laughs> yeah, we got to come up with something. I don't know because... what we're going to call those. I ain't going to say, but yeah. Hey man, it might it might have to be like a live event or something like that. You know what I mean yeah. to where we it don't put too much in it and no editing just straight go off of what we think about it and, and talk about the album bring some some friends on have some drinks listen to it you know what i mean and however it go we go you know what i mean yep. but uh but yeah it's just a lot of heat coming out man but the next uh you know that's it for the west side gun man uh, i've only listened to it once so i'm not going really deep dive but i did pay attention to those lyricists uh on there and um i'm really digging it so far um yg came out with my life 400 so uh, uh can we read this dude can, is under can we do this oh you listen at it oh yeah i listen okay. to it he's he's super super duper underrated like this album is another solid offering from him like that's why i'm saying like this week was a lot of shit that came out to where quality larry june came out with a joint um, produced by oh, Harry Fraud. Yeah. It's called Keep Going. Yeah. I lied. I forgot. That I listened sounds that. really good. I did listen at the Harry Fraud and Larry June. And did you like the ones with Currency? Because I know you a spitter hater. The the Harry Fraud one was was all right. It was it was on point. <laughs> yeah, and then he came back with this, and he doubled down. He got Currency on here. Larry June got Currency on here twice on this. So. It, it just sounds phenomenal, man. Like, and then I, I double back to the Dom Kennedy. I still haven't gotten through it, but I just hit um, random on it real quick, and I'm like, yo, I'm liking. So I'm liking that that Dom. I, too. I think we got our answer from a couple of months ago. We were saying like, uh, do you think artists are sitting there and like taking advantage of all this at home time and making some phenomenal music? And like, as September and October are coming around, it seemed like. Yeah, they did. They sat there and they they was in their zones. Like they had plenty of time, just like all the rest of us, and they took advantage of it. And people are are you know ready to make their move. I don't know what they're gonna do about when touring and the stuff gonna start back up. I still don't think that's like summertime or anything. That's not likely. Yeah, yeah. but hey, they're gonna keep putting out this music, and get those spins, and get what they can out of it. So definitely appreciate it. Yeah. So I mean, it was a lot of good stuff. Like I. Like I said, I like how the the YG sounds. It's called My Life 400. Um, I like how it sounds off the back. Um, I literally was just crip walking with my kids as I was giving them a bath. Yes, I'm that dad. Wait, wait, uh, we, he's we, a blood, though. Huh? You said crip. But I crip walk. I don't know. I don't know how to blood walk. <laughs> so I don't know what it's called. I'm not a gangbanger. But 
I was. I was in there. Uh, you know, we, we was trying to spice it up. We was having a good time. But, nah, he just, it sounds good, man. I like him and DJ Mustard. They always give a fresh, refreshing sound. So, and and truth be told, man, from my time when we were uh, stationed out in California, in the Bay Area, that's when I had an appreciation for that, that Bay sound, man. And ever since then, like... Anything I hear with it, and if it's done right with the raps, I'm, I'm all in. You you got me. It's just like production with uh, what like them church symbols and sounds and horns yeah, and yeah. shit like that. You you give me that, I'm tuned. I'm I'm tuned in. It's it's almost like that Dave Chappelle skit, you know, when they was doing the different instruments yeah. and stuff like that. And you immediately <laughs> at the barbershop, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I am with certain sounds in uh in hip hop or whatever. Like you'll you'll catch me. But um, there's one album that just dropped today that came out. Oh, and, yes, uh, sir. Found its way to SoundCloud, YouTube, and and all that. Oh, before we get into that real quick, Smoke Dizza dro- dropped an album called Homegrown. I have not listened to it, but Smoke Dizza's dope. I know you like Smoke Dizza. I'm sure you're going to talk about it next week, but I did yeah. want people to know So that. I didn't listen to it, but I ain't gave it a proper listen. I'm going to talk about it next week when we go through. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, did, I did a quick skim because I was I was on that 21 hard, man. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I'm not, yeah same here. I, I probably could have gave other people listens, but the 21 Savage, Savage Mode 2 was just that good to where a lot of people didn't get my attention. And if we didn't have a podcast, they they wouldn't have. I would have just listened to <laughs> I'm just honest. I'm I would have listened to just Savage Mode and the Bryson Tiller to offset as far as, you know, that that hard shit and then giving me some R and B. But another album dropped that you rushed to listen to because you like the album that he dropped early in the year. I'm gonna let you introduce it. Uh so Jay Electronica came out with Act Two. The one that was supposed to be like hidden like forever, right? Is this the is this that yeah. one right? Or is this some new no, product it's that not. he did? It's uh it's something that he worked on, but it's not the one that uh so I was looking at Just Blaze's tweets and cause I wanted to see, oh shit. Before I listen to this, let me look at the credits because if Just Blaze is on this, I'm gonna say prayers. We have to push back the start time of the podcast at least an hour and some change. Cause I gotta listen to this so I can give how I feel, you know what I mean? Because I don't. Who knows when we get to an actual review of this, which we will do because he's one of those artists that deserve actual review. But I didn't see just Blaze on it, so I immediately go to Justice Twitter, and that's when he said, "Yeah, this is something that he worked on, but it's nothing that I have on my hard drive that we worked on that we were gonna turn in." So. It's not just Blaze produced, but it's some other stuff that he worked on during. Yeah, that you time. can tell like it's older stuff because some of it's still like not completely like mixed down correctly and all this. Because Shiny Suit Theory was on here again, and it's it's like hearing the vocals and stuff was kind of hard on it. Uh, but he has some unique sounds on this, and like some unique ways that he was going in with the uh, with the production. But I liked it. I liked it. It was one song on there I didn't like. I think uh, was that the Bunny and Clyde one? Yeah, I want to say it was that one. Everything else, I'm cool with. It was good, good vibes. He changed it up. I'm telling you, you're gonna be up in there. You you're gonna hit play when you do it. You're gonna be like, what in the world? What I'm cool. I'm 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 I'm, I'm prepared to enter his weird world and and um, um, you know, I'm gonna go process whatever i need to process so i'm gonna I'm give him the uh due diligence the album earlier in the year i wasn't a super fan of or i wasn't gonna give him a whole lot of credit for and 
You guys know why if you listen to the podcast. If not, go back to episode. Uh, I don't know. We we talked about <laughs> Jay Electronica's album. Uh, we have I think it's on YouTube where we talked about yeah. it too, uh, where we gave it a quick um, review. And you know, everybody knows why I felt that way. And it's just really because it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was his offering, like he you know should offer to us because he was he's really dope, and I think he could stand on his own without a Jay Z, but. If this is anything, you know, to make up for that, then I'll take it, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely I guess relation. I only listened to it one time before we actually got on the pod because the time frame that it dropped on the streaming service versus like I think it was on YouTube earlier this morning, and I can't, Sound, yeah, sound I can't cloud watch YouTube yeah. at work, so like I was getting home and it dropped, and I was like, oh, clear out everything, kids, shower, <laughs> get in the bed. <laughs> I'm about to listen to this yep, album. Yep. So. Priorities, yep, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that's that's all that dropped uh this week. Man, I really wish we could do a deep dive into some of these albums, man, at some point in the near future, because it's a lot of quality that's coming out right now. How about this? You know, not how about time. this? How about this? Well, I'm gonna set ourselves up. We're gonna be I'm about to add something to the plate. God right, damn it. Uh, but I think it's worthy. What we're gonna end up doing is we're gonna put out the regular pod. And whichever album that we say was the hottest album of that week, we will do a bonus episode for with a review. Just a 15, 15 minute review or something like that. Something short and just do a review and put it out there. But it's only going to be one album a week. We, we can't do it for like all these albums. And if none came out that week that was good, hey, it may be one that we pulled back from a previous week or we may not do one at all. Just know that's what's gonna happen yeah, on those weeks. And we we got a lot of creative ways we could do it, man. We could do it to where we do it on Instagram and just play play whatever we want to play. Call it a day, man. You know what I'm saying? Let it live there and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So it may not be any work. Just gonna sit back, sit back and shoot the shit and you know talk about that yeah. album, man. Y'all let us know. Y'all let us know. What what do y'all think would be the best idea? What do you want? Do you want like a, a, a bonus pod, audio pod, bonus video? Uh, do you want a live event when we actually talk about these albums? Let us know. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure, man. But <coughs> excuse me, man. But yeah, definitely get into that J Electronica Act 2, The Patents of Nobility. Um, Larry June with uh, Harry Fraud it's called Keep Going listen to that Bryce Tiller Anniversary 21 Savage Savage Mode 2 West Side Gun Who Made the Sunshine YG My Life 400 and uh, Smoke Dizza Homegrown so check out those albums guaranteed to you guaranteed to like at least four of them for yeah. sure yeah so the rest may be an acquired taste, but they're all solid albums, all different vibes. Check them out. Let us know what you think about it and uh, answer Prez's question. Yeah, yeah. See what we Should gonna do, man. In the comments. Let's let's go ahead. We'll talk to you. We're pretty good on responding on the comments on YouTube or either uh, hitting us up on the Instagram. So. Yeah, man. So you know, in my mind, I got this. You know, wrap that shit up, B. Oh, yeah, you know let, what I mean? So you, so you done? You got any? Got any last retakes before we uh we roll out? Nah, I, I thought this was gonna be a shortened uh, episode, and it seems like we still managed to just talk about less 
stuff on sports, but still talk more <laughs> and then less stuff on music, but still more some kind of way. So we still sitting there like an hour plus on this. I don't know. And we only talked about the the Lakers, Philly and the Raiders. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Time, time, time goes by when you just shooting the shit, man. So we hope y'all like this episode. Uh, definitely uh, tell a friend share like subscribe all those you know cliche things um the best you can do is just shout us out by word of mouth you don't got to do anything overtly by us seeing it just send it to one of your friends in the, in the group chat and just say yo these brothers is dope i mess with them and hopefully they do the same and, and they get on board yep, so yep. and then uh for our patreon supporters definitely want to give them a shout out do you want to run through the names real quick and go ahead and give them a shout out this week uh, yeah, we could do that or we could tag them. It's, it's one or the other, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, shoot, let's. Uh, I, I don't have them off the top of my head. So, you want to tag them? You got them off the top of your head? Everybody? I don't know. Let's see. Let's play this game. Let's go. Let's go. All let's right. go. No, no. All let's right. just, so, let's we got tape. It out. Oh, man. We got tape, man. That's my boy, Blue. Oh, uh, yeah. We got Marty. Marty. Alter your That's body. A silent killer, right? <laughs> Blow like a 12 gauge shoddy. As a silent partner, man. Take that, take that, take that, take that bad boy's moving yeah. silence. We got uh Quay Quay. Quay Quay. You didn't open up the email, Quay, bro. Quay. I sent it to you. I sent it to you. I told you last week I sent it to you. To my my personal email or the don't sleep on the couch I, email? I think I sent it to your personal. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't oh, check okay, that then. today. I'll get. Okay. I'll get wait, to quick, quick, quick. We got you. We, we promise. We got you. next week. The line will be done for you. Yeah, finally, yeah, yeah. And then we got yep. uh, Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Got to hit me. We got to hit. No, no. You got to hit the high note. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> we got Lucius Aloysius Jackson. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, man out there. Thank you for so, uh, holding us down. Uh, wish we could, you was closer so you can get us a couple of snapshots out there. I know, man. That would be dope, man. We had some real, real B-roll and all that yep. stuff. And then we have uh, Manuel. That's my boy, Mo. Mo money, Mo money, Mo money. Yep. And then we got Bird. Birdman. <laughs> what happened to that boy? <laughs> yeah, we got Ryan. That's my boy, Jack Ryan. Boy, you went from the office to Jack Ryan, man. What a transition. Uh, we got Fran. Oh, that's the franchise, man. That's Mr. Ass Better himself. <laughs> <laughs> we got Lil J Lil J You on the track Appreciate you man uh, We got Matt Oh we got Matty Ice yeah, There we go Mr. That's Mr. 2 and 2 right Oh he 3 and 3 yeah, and I 1 I think they 3 and 1 ain't it Are they 2 top, and 2 Oh top of Top of the Hey world. I don't care they, 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 they on top of the world right now They beat the Browns Hey right, man, they beat You the, beat they the, the Cowboys Cowboy. So shout Shout out to you man To the honorary uh, Eagles fan Matt And then Appreciate And then you. we got Corey Oh, the foundation, the brick by brick, layer by layer. This is the man that started it all. He said we starting a Patreon, put it up in less than two seconds. Ding! He was there. He was there. Hey, he Hold was this there. down. That, that's no lie. No lie. All right. And we, we appreciate y'all. Uh, hopefully y'all continue to support uh, as we go through and like I said, continue to upgrade the podcast and come up with new content for you. Show Patreon stand for playing the monthly bills. We appreciate you. All right, you got anything else? Cash? Ah, man. Uh, stay safe out there. 
your boy had a COVID scare, took that test, uh, came back negative. Uh, so, you know, but definitely if you're feeling sick and all that stuff, take the pop- proper precautions. You saw what happened to 45. Uh, it can happen to you. You know what I mean? So so do what you got to do to protect yourselves. If you got the little sniffles and all that, call out, take, take your kids from school, man. Just protect others. Let's just keep thinking about others. That's all I can say because my ass was shook. <laughs> but I'm good. <laughs> all right, then we out. All right, peace. Oops. All right.